We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Let me give you the stock market report. It's sponsored by Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys. Call 1-800-747-FREE. 1-800-747-3733. Dow Jones up 265 points today. S&P 500 up 53 points over a percent and the Nasdaq up almost 2% up mm. 226 points. So a nice day on Wall Street this Tuesday. We're going to get headlines. Solana teased us during the commercial break. He said there's a little bit of a uh, Woj tweet that's interesting. But before we get to it, let's do cat talk. I'll give everybody a little tease here for this Woj tweet because I don't know what it is either. Let's do a little cat talk first, though. You got any uh, music for that? We know the Panthers took care of business last night. Hockey fans, don't sit this one out when it's game time. Make Celsius a part of your play and get that energy. Game day is fueled by Celsius Essential Energy Drinks, the official energy drink of the Florida Panthers. So one of the things that we haven't mentioned today, Panthers, they hammered the lightning yesterday, but that was Paul Maurice's 800th career win Hockey fans, don't sit this one out when it's game time. Make Celsius a part of your play and get that energy up. Game day is fueled by Celsius Essential Energy Drinks, the official energy drink of the Florida Panthers. We'll just move on to headlines here with Alejandro Solana. That went well. That went very well. Uh, Your headlines are driven by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Supercenter. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford. We know trucks. You want to know the Woj tweet? I do. In the aftermath of the Kyrie Irving trade, the Brooklyn Nets and Kevin Durant are having ongoing conversations on the direction of the franchise, but organization has thus far told inquiring teams that they're not planning to trade him before Thursday's deadline. Yeah, I don't think they'll get rid of him before Thursday unless something monumental was offered, but I do think this is his final season in Brooklyn. Yeah, why would he stay? Like, he's he's running out of time, too. LeBron and him are getting old. Mm-hmm. I saw an interview today. LeBron's talking about his final, his final thing is to play with his son. Like, he's done it all. KD's getting up there, too. Now, KD's not 25. He and KD's got to do it on his own at some point. Like, that's the the whole knock mm. on him. Again, he's got the rings, so he's yeah. always going to have those, and he was certainly a huge part of those Golden State teams. But he's been a disaster uh, where he's been on his own. Actually, and that's a good point. If we would, but would his legacy, would we talk about that in 10 years? No, he'll have rings. All that's going to matter. But to your point, he does nothing in OKC. He goes to the the Golden State, who's already established, wins a couple. Then he goes to Brooklyn and still does nothing. Like, it's a true narrative. I just don't know if he'll follow him. This Brooklyn thing has been on him. You know, Kyrie in Boston was on Kyrie. This Brooklyn thing has been KD. It's been a disaster. Now, maybe maybe they make a deep run in the playoffs this season. Then they get swept last season in the first round. Yes, they did to the Boston Celtics. 
Yeah. I knew they got whooped. I didn't know they yeah. got swept. Damn. Yeah. Remember, so. that's that's the team last year. I, it, it seems like years ago, but that's the team last year that had James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Durant, and they only played what, 20-something games together, and James Harden demanded a trade to Philadelphia. So uh, it, it seems almost crazy to think. I think Kevin Durant and Kyrie only played 74 games together in their three-and-a-half seasons in Brooklyn. Does it's just been, you know, again, I, I I don't know what history will write about it, but it doesn't seem like anyone has wanted to tough it out with KD in Brooklyn. Harden was there. Harden wanted out. I don't think Ben Simmons is having the greatest time in in, in his professional career. I don't know if that's because of him. Uh, obviously, Kyrie didn't want to tough it out. So I, I don't I don't know, but I, I, I can't imagine Kevin Durant's in a Brooklyn uniform next season. Does KD need to go to a like an established organization, like the and that's I'm not even the Heat like it's known the Heat will put together a championship team or Boston, or you know somebody like he keeps going to these organizations don't know what the hell they're doing he goes to Golden State he wins Brooklyn is already a bumblebee why would he go there when he's not going to well I mean Brooklyn I I think kind of did him right which is whatever you want to do we'll do okay you want Kyrie we'll get Kyrie like. KD, you've got to handle this. It's been, I mean, LeBron operates that way, right? I mean, you're going to win or lose with the way that I choose to do things. It's not going great in LA for them, but uh, I mean, they do have a championship, but you know, whatever. Um, but recently, the last two seasons yeah. hasn't been great, but I, I think they gave KD everything that he wanted. And then I don't know if the Steve Nash hiring was the greatest thing in the world, but I, I, I don't know. I, I put more of it on Kevin Durant than anyone, but the thing that I know about Kevin Durant is he doesn't really recruit. He's not necessarily a, a rah-rah Jimmy Butler type, which I think you need at the core of a team, especially a team like, you know, with Kevin Durant and with uh, Kyrie Irving and Ben Simmons. Like, you need, you need a big glue guy. I'm not necessarily certain he's that. And it's crazy because we talk about LeBron with him. Like you talk about them being just as, you know, at basketball, just basketball ability. Katie's very close to LeBron. LeBron will take the take the edge over him. LeBron's won championships with three different organizations. Yeah. Katie can't like he can't do it. How is he so good at basketball? But LeBron can do so much more than him. I, I put it back on the organizations he's picking, but I really don't have the answer. Don't you feel like some of it, though, is just bad luck? If you tell anybody three years ago, you're going to land Kevin Durant, you're going to land Kyrie Irving, and hey, a year down the line, you're going to get James Harden. Every team in the NBA would sign up for that. Every single oh, 100%, team. Oh, 100%. 100%. But that's why it's been such a monumental disaster, because that should work, and it doesn't. No, I think Hawk might have hit it. I don't know if it's a glue guy. It has something to do with the continuity and the understanding. I go back to that after the first, after the Heat, the big three lost that first championship. They went to the Bahamas or something, and the story was that Dwayne Wade kind of told LeBron, like, put his pride to the side and said, bro, if we're going to do this, you have to be the guy. I'll be your Robin. I don't know if Kevin Durant has the cachet or the, com I don't know, communication skills to get sit it's down. It's not his personality. It's just not his personality. Like, like how, when he's going to learn, when does he understand? It sounds crazy. KD, be more like LeBron. Like, be more like LeBron off the field. I mean, off the court. Be more like LeBron. LeBron's 36 po 37 points away from breaking Kareem's all-time record, and they played tonight in L.A. Tickets going as high. I think the, the most expensive ticket was north 
of $50,000 for the game tonight? The betting odds where he broke it on the ninth of this month. Yeah, they yeah, play. Yeah, right, because they, they play tonight and then they play Thursday. Yeah, the ninth was when every day. That's when I heard the tickets were stupid for the ninth. Yeah. It would be great if he if he dropped 40 tonight, though. <laughs> um, they, uh, they play Oklahoma City tonight, 10 p.m. I imagine the ratings for these next two games are going to be stupid, right? The people that bought the, the tickets for Thursday, if he breaks it tonight, are they on the hook for that 50 grand? The people, yeah, yeah. You're, you're I mean, you're gam, you're gambling. You're trying to, to Ooh. figure it out. I hope he takes a load management night Thursday. That'll be funny. <laughs> <laughs> Drops thirty six tonight, takes off Thursday, comes back Saturday. <laughs> um. Also today, uh, we found out that the Miami Heat traded Dwayne Dedman, but Cal Lowry, interestingly enough will miss the next three games due to his uh, swollen knee. Or his knee's been giving him issues now for the past couple weeks. So he'll be reevaluated after three games. And the Miami Heat, they have thanked Wayne Dedman on Twitter. He is now a member of the San Antonio Spurs. How did they thank him? With a tweet. Thank you, Dwayne. Like, not, like <laughs> I want to look this up. Now. That, that's pretty much, that's all they got. Uh, thank you, they Dwayne. I suppose jacked up. Oh, po, I mean, Spo Pop. Pop got him a dog, man. They're going to cut him. He's never going to play a game. If anybody can fix him, Pop can. <laughs> There's no fixing. It's Dwayne Edmund. They're going to figure him out, you know, figure out his strengths and weaknesses. Did you guys see, and I, I understand, you know, marketing happens and, and teams do stuff all the time like this, but – I do think it's funny that three hours before the Miami Heat traded Dwayne Dedman, they had a picture of Tyler Hero using the Therabody massage gun on their Twitter account. They posted, we're always excited for a chance to hoop. They tagged Tyler Hero and Therabody, and it's him using the massage gun. Three hours later, the guy who threw the massage gun was traded. I'm just saying I think it's funny. Viral marketing. Yeah, Miami Heat tweeted out an hour ago, the mechanic, we appreciate you. And they tagged Dwayne Dedman, and they have a, a graphic, thank you, Dwayne. So they chose the massage gun over Dwayne? <laughs> it was paying more dividends. <laughs> you funny, Solana. That's what they're using the cash considerations for, to buy a new <laughs> massage gun, because Dwayne Dedman <laughs> broke the last one. Um... Uh, Lance Guidry, former Marshall defensive coordinator, Hawk, I believe at Marshall. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was hired for Tulane, but the Canes have stolen him away. Looks like he's going to be their new defensive coordinator going into next season. There you go. So it will not be Charlie Strong, but uh, I've heard good things about Lance Guidry. He certainly ran a good defense at Marshall. So I don't think Charlie Strong wants to be a defensive coordinator anymore. Could be. Because I just thought about what this happened, and you know, I was we were talking to Dan Radakovich yesterday out at uh, the Watsco. He, I'm sure, team like talking about Marshall and Tulane and these schools. I guarantee they've reached out to Charlie Strong about openings. I don't think he wants that responsibility anymore. I think right, he wants but what he wanted at Miami. I mean, he's got money on top of money, so he may not want that responsibility. 
got over 50 million from Texas when he took yeah. that job and then they got rid of him what two three years later like yeah. I don't think Charlie wants I think Charlie wants to just help linebackers develop now it's 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 I think he has fun doing that I don't think he wants to be a DC I know this happened right at the end of the show yesterday but we didn't really get to talk about it Brian Flores is the Vikings new defensive coordinator uh as of yesterday I know we talked about it for like a second at the end of the show, but I don't know if either of you slept on it and had any other different thoughts. Nah, I mean, you can only hope that he wants to trade for Noig Monogany. Please. <laughs> That's his guy. He would make everything he did down here up for me if he gets Noah. <laughs> you know, it's fun. We did talk about it yesterday, Sonny, but I, the only thing is Miami hurt his coaching legacy coming down here to be the head coach. He was rolling. He was one of the most respected defensive minds in the game. I, now, I don't think Miami it did. made him look bad. I don't think it did. Hawk, yes, it did. I don't think the so. Lawsuit, I thought he had the lawsuit. I think the boat well, stuff, I think the, the lawsuit maybe made him look bad. I think he had success here in Miami. I don't think you can dispute it, which is why he was so shocked that he was not retained. But I, I don't, I don't think it did damage to his coat. Like, you go in. Who was it? Steve Spurrier goes and coaches at Washington. That does damage to his coaching legacy because he was a disaster. Urban Meyer goes to Jacksonville, disaster. I don't think Brian Flores was a disaster. I think what transpired afterwards maybe hurt his future endeavors, but that's his own doing, in my opinion. Guys, that was my thought was Adam Gase when and got an immediate head coaching job. Why wouldn't Flores? But to your point, the end of his end of his year his his tenure here was when we found out about him suing the NFL and his um what how did they say he was he wasn't on board or he was combative or he wasn't you know playing playing he was, ba- with- he was Belichick he was Belichick without the yeah. uh, without the resume so like even that like to hear that story and now I have an opening I don't want that guy to come in and not listen to me and do his own thing when he's not being part. I guess part of the organizational thought is how I kind of took the quotes about it. You guys see the new NBA Oreos? I, think I, I sent, did. I, think I didn't I think it was – uh, yeah, I didn't think it was that impressive. Yeah, like they're color. selling – it's like a 12-pack for 40 bucks, and it comes with uh, – <laughs> it comes with uh, like covered uh, – frosted covered Oreos with sprinkles on them and then the NBA logo – right in the middle or the the team logo right in the middle hey cute if you're having a watch party at your house or a you know a kid's birthday party they're a heat fan but I don't, I don't think i would get them just for just to have them in the pantry <laughs> so i can have a a heat colored oreo party planners make these yeah for way yeah, less money yeah no i think way more money no it's less i had them for my kids uh, one of my daughter's birthday party they weren't 12 for 40 bucks I don't know. Hawk, I'm telling you they weren't 12 for 40. They couldn't have been that good. They couldn't have been that good then. They couldn't have been that good. There's no party planner that's uh, making uh, hand-dipped Oreos. Betty. Last name Crocker. (laughs) 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 They weren't that expensive. They're gutting you. What'd you get? The uh, the pivot logo right in the middle for your daughter's. <laughs> your daughter's we actually birthday. got like a tennis ball with her name, or we had like a tennis theme party. Yeah, yeah. My wife does all that. I just come and write the check. But anyone can make a tennis ball. That's not hard. I'm talking about the heat with, logo here. With a name, a cursive Ava across the tennis ball. I mean, three letters. It's a basketball going through a Fruit Loop. 
Um, your weather from the Demesman and Dover Law Firm, youraccidentattorneys.com. Call them, 866-954-MORE. Right now in South Florida, partly cloudy. Tonight, the lows are going to drop into the mid to low 70s, upper 60s as well. If you're closer to where Hawk is at in Boca, that is your weather. All right, 15 minutes of heat is next. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. Boy, you should have zigged. What's your zag? You should have zigged. Hawk and Crowder. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart cart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Ladies and gentlemen, stand up and make some All right, 15 minutes of heat presented by Broward Health. Broward Health celebrating 85 years of service to our community. Then, now, forever, Broward Health. Um, I'm going to read you something from Ira Winderman, and then uh, Solano will get you caught up on the heat and the NBA trade deadline, although we talked about it in the headlines in the last segment. But there's a couple questions that got sent in to Ira Winderman in the Sun Sentinel today. First one, hey, Ira, I believe one of the heat's disadvantages is that their two primary stars, Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo, are not three-point threats. They have to burn energy and clock to work hard for their three-point plays compared to opposing an efficient three. And here's what Ira responds. I think it's a, a valid response, and this happens to be the response for several questions that Ira gets, you know, criticisms about the Heat. It's not as if Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo weren't the focus of the offense previously when the Heat went to the 2020 NBA Finals and then came within a win last season of the Finals. Yes, it is a more difficult way to win, but if there are ample three-pointers mixed in, it can still be an effective approach. The problem is that while Jimmy and Bam are converting their shots at an efficient rate, the three-point shooters are not. Plus, 
if the Heat's three-point shooters were more effective, it is possible that Jimmy and Bam would defer to such shots more often. The Heat attempted 35.8 three-pointers per game last season and are at 35.1 this season. So the shot menu has not changed dramatically in that regard. What has changed is the lousy three-point shooting. And so it's a great point from Ira, which is, again, we try to pick and poke what's wrong with the roster and how does the roster need to be reconstructed and what is the weakness of having, say, Jimmy and Bam as your one and two. Um, And he points out there's really not that much wrong with the way that it's constructed or with having Jimmy and Bam as your one and two. The problem is if you can't hit your threes, then that roster construct needs help. But it kind of goes back to what we were talking about yesterday with Will Manso when I was saying, you know, so you go out and you get some three-point or some shooting help. What's to say that Duncan doesn't come back from the injury and start lighting it up again? Or what's to say Max Struess doesn't go through one of his hot streaks again? So I, I think Ira brings up a good point, which is, the roster is really not constructed that poorly, but the guys, aside from Jimmy and Bam, have to hit threes. If they don't, that's the flaw. A lot of those answers, and not just I was saying it in a different way, it's just guys underperforming. Like I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know why fans like they they get taken back that this guy can do that, but he's not doing that currently. He's not doing that. But he was there to do that. Like, they're just underperforming. It's a number of people, including Kyle Lowry, who's underperforming. That's the answer to their problem, to be honest. Because it's not it's not rocket scientist. Like, not mm. rocket science when you look at it. Like, your three-pointers need to hit three-pointers. If they're not, you're missing a big part of the way the team is constructed. And so, yeah, Max Struess, underperforming. Duncan Robinson, underperformed. When he was out there, I mean, he played himself to the back of the bench. He was so bad. So I, I don't know if there's anything, you know, that monumental that needs to take place other than the guys you're counting on to perform shooting three-pointers need to hit three-pointers. That's it. And it's funny that you say they're shooting just as many, but they're not scoring as many points. They're not hitting shots like that. If Jimmy doesn't drive and get and ones, Jimmy Butler's not Jimmy Butler anymore. If Duncan can't shoot a three, he doesn't even be on the court. That's just it's the way it is. You have you do what you do on the team. You get set in that slot, and if you can't perform in that manner, that's going to hurt the team. It's obvious. Guys, outside of PJ Tucker, think about this. It's the same roster from last season. They were the number one three point shooting team in terms of percentage last year. Number one. They're shooting the same volume of three-pointers this season, give or take a couple, right? It's in the same neighborhood. And they're 28th, third worst in the NBA. Make that make sense. It doesn't, which is why when I see what the Heat were probably thinking a couple months ago, which was, oh, this will turn around, right? Like the floodgates will open. Spo said that a couple times. At some point, the floodgates will open. They just haven't. And if you look at their roster, 13 and 12, against teams that entered uh, yesterday with a losing record, so teams not above 500. 13 and 12, that's not good. That's 500 against teams that are worse than 500. Like, but if they had knocked down threes in those games and not hit six to ten threes, but more comparable to last season, 13 to 15 threes per game, 
guess what? Their prob their record is probably much better than it is right now. That's a big if, but I'm just saying it probably is. Yeah. So Duncan, do your damn job. Well, boy. it's 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 not it's not that far from being that simple. Like Duncan, you're getting a lot of a lot of money. I understand he's injured. You're getting a lot of money to hit threes. Hit threes. If you hit threes, we're Gucci. Like yes. that like it 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 doesn't need many more changes than that. Hit your threes. And and so then I would say to you, is it that far fetched to believe that he won't be able to come back and start hitting threes? Oh, I don't no. I don't know if it I don't know if it's that far fetched to think that he won't be able to do that. The reason I can't just be bullheaded, because I'm I'm hot with Duncan, and you talked about earlier how you get mad when people get big contracts. Spo and Pat believe that he was a special talent shooting those threes. So for them to lock into this guy like that, I have to say something is going on with him. Is it simple as health because he's injured? Is it as simple as something happened to him and he just can't bounce back, bounce back physically from it? Or is it something mental? Or the thing you don't want to talk about with players, did he get his money and kind of hang it up? And I know that's not a, a popular thing to say, but I've seen, I know names of guys that play differently once they got $40, 50000000 million than when they did when they were making hundred grand a year. I've noticed your graphic uh, name there says Buttfoot. <laughs> you like it? Here's the other question that Ira got today in the Sun Sentinel <laughs> that I thought was interesting. Is everyone, because we talk about Kyle Lowry, they say he's going to miss the next three games for sure. Is everyone being too hard on Kyle Lowry? This year, the Heat moved Tyler Hero into the starting lineup. You have Bam Adebayo coming into his own. Jimmy Butler needs the ball. Then you have to get the three-point shooters in the game. Lowry was the number one or number two option in his team for most of his career. He had ice in his veins. He had been tasked with getting, now he had been tasked with getting everyone involved on a team that has a lot of ISO and pick and roll plays. I'm not sure anyone else has had to sacrifice their game more. Assuming he doesn't get traded, don't count him out in the playoffs. And Ira says this, yes, it can be argued that Kyle Lowry still is of championship pedigree, but when the first step is lost, so much else is lost. Whether it's the knee or his age, he's 36, he simply does not look like the player he was for the Heat last season. Once the burst is gone, a point guard becomes pedestrian on both ends. So what do you think it is for Kyle Lowry? Do you think it's just age has caught up with him and that's who he is right now? Or do you think like the emailer points out, you know what? He had to change his game. And so if you're expecting the same Kyle Lowry that you saw last season or that you saw with Toronto, you're not going to see it because Tyler Hero's in the starting lineup and he's got to keep everyone involved. Schemes are so interchangeable in the NBA. If he could take over a game, ball dominant, I think Spoh's smart enough to put something in to be like, okay, Kyle, go. This is you. Let's see it. I think he's old. I think Toronto used him up, and then once they were done with him, they let him go on and find his ventures and elsewhere in the league. Can he still play? Can he still be a guy on the team? Yes, like he is now. He can go be a backup, but I do think he just got old. Think yeah. he got old, Solana? Yeah, I mean, I, I see what the, what the question is asking, and I don't think it's that – uh, unfair to, or I think it, it's maybe a little fair to to give Kyle Lowry a little bit of the benefit of the doubt, right? I, he is dealing with injury. I, I think that's important. Like he is going through an injury, whether we're upset with his play or not. 
it, his knee has clearly been bothering him for a while, but more than anything, I just think he's taken a step back. Um, and it's true. You don't need Kyle Lowry to do what he did for you last year. He was really good last year before he got hurt. You don't need him to do that anymore because Tyler Hero needs the ball, and he's a better player at this point in their careers. Jimmy Butler needs the ball. Bam Adebayo needs the ball. Like, you don't need him to be the guy to direct your offense anymore. You need him to score and play really good defense. <laughs> he can't run anymore, and he can't score consistently anymore because he's old, he's taking a step back, and he's hurt. He's a little washed right now. Listen to what you just said. Last year, he was good for us before he got hurt. This year, why is he not performing? Because he's hurt. I remember my grandma used to cut her arm. It would bleed for four weeks. It never healed. You get old, your body doesn't work the same, man. He's old. Like, well, I can tell you the heat, made, old. the heat made old. The Heat made their decision because Kyle Lowry doesn't sniff the court in the fourth quarter anymore. So you could, we can say what we think, and Ira can write what he thinks, but the Heat have made their decision on him. It's been pretty apparent when he's been out there. He's on the Deadman path. <laughs> I don't know about that. He's, made, he's making um, twenty five million more than Deadman, yeah. though. That's a much better path to be on. You're listening to the Hawk and Crowder Show. He's calm, collected, has a will to win because his name, of course, is Wade Jones. Hawk and Crowder. Got a good contest on the website. Rock legends Rob Zombie and Alice Cooper are coming to I Think Financial Amphitheater in August. That's in West Palm. The Freaks on Parade Tour and if you want to win tickets, you can go to WQAM.com and uh, enter right there. Just click on the contest tab, and the tickets are courtesy of Live Nation. You know Rob Zombie or Alice Cooper Crowder? Heard both of them, yep. so that's that's a change, but I can't name their songs or anything. Solana, you know Rob Zombie or Alice Cooper? Alice Cooper is like a legend, isn't he? He is a legend. Rob Zombie. I, I, I'd be lying if I said I knew Rob Zombie. Uh, I don't know who that is. The uh, His group is White Zombie, and uh, he tours now solo. But uh, Alice Cooper um, is like a scratch golfer now. And it's funny, you know, he wears the makeup, and he looks like a – I mean, he's old now, but – uh, he's like a scratch golfer, which is funny because he wears, you know, like a little polo and uh, <laughs> is completely different than his stage persona. Um, Got to give a shout out to uh, Funky Buddha Brewery and the Maple Bacon Coffee Porter Festival. So I was told from Barney, our friend uh, who handles the Funky Buddha account, that it was one of the biggest weekends one of the biggest events that they've ever had. That was Saturday at the uh, Funky Buddha Brewery Tap Room in Oakland Park, the Maple Bacon Coffee Porter Festival. I know people look forward to that every year. Yes. Great. If I remember correctly, we've had Ryan and Casey on the air with us. Uh, Maple Bacon Coffee Porter put them on the map mm -hmm. as brewers. Yep. And so they do that festival every year. But Saturday's festival was off the chain from what I'm told. The attendance was through the roof. And so, uh, big shout out to Funky Buddha. They do it right, man. You can't go wrong with Funky Buddha, bro. Because, like you're saying, the Make Bacon Coffee nope. Porter, but just everything they have, the, the, the IPAs, you know, I just talk about the Hop Gun, literally, just the best IPA. I love Funky Buddha because of Hop Gun. And now it's so many other ones the Pilsner, the wheat beers. Everything is just better, man. I'm, 
I'm not saying this because they sponsor us. Like, really, I'm a beer dude. Their stuff is superior to other places. Well, if you made it out Saturday to the Maple Bacon Coffee Border Fest, good on you because that was an event. So 5 o'clock Funky Buddha Happy Hour is coming up, by the way, speaking of Funky Buddha. And we are in day two of our faux radio row which we also call Poe Radio Row, although Crowder is out at Radio Row. So, you know, kudos to you yeah. for actually being out there in Arizona, but well, not on behalf of this Poe show. <laughs> <laughs> I have palm tree water wallpaper behind me, and I'm in Scottsdale, so I don't know if I'm really at Radio Row. Right, Scottsdale's not like a party hub. No, we're actually, like the guy was like, I told him the Uber driver, I tell him, you know, my address where I'm going. And he was like, you're right in the middle of everything, but you're nowhere. And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> he was like, you're 20 minutes from this place. You're 20 minutes from here, 20 minutes from here, 20 minutes here. But you're right in the little hole where there's nothing. And I was are like, you oh, staying cool. at the? Are you staying at an Airbnb uh, with Ryan Clark and Fred Taylor and the, and the Pivot crew? Or are you on yes. your own? Yes. It was, it was less expensive to get an Airbnb than to get four hotel rooms. Hmm. The rooms were... The the crappy hotels were four or five hundred dollars a night. Because I would I would imagine Ryan gets a room through ESPN. He doesn't have to be staying at this uh, Airbnb Com- that's got the, the wallpaper. <laughs> no, well, we're we're shooting we're shooting here too, so we're using the living at that room. house. Yeah, we're using the oh. living room to set up the set up the scene, and we're like, it's a nice backyard too. I'm I'm exaggerating on the house, like it is a nice house. I'm just messing around, but we're shooting here too, so staying here and shooting here is is uh, very advantageous for our venture. Well, anyway, it's our faux radio row or Poe radio row. We'll do it all week. Uh, Ross Tucker is going to join us tomorrow. He is always a very good radio guest. We always get a kick out of talking to him, so he'll be one of our Poe radio row guests. So we'll have some fun this week leading up to the Super Bowl. Five o'clock Funky Buddha happy hour is just around the corner. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. Another one. Hawk and Crowder. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.